Now we've got a nice, lovely interview there. Uh, Cape Town father has used 70 grand, 70,000, meant to buy his graduating daughter. And you know there's so many families out there, mm-hmm. especially with your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're, if your daughter is going to varsity, you're just worried about, you know, she should not use public transport. Mm-hmm. You want him, them to be safe. Mm-hmm. Hence, you save money for them to buy a car, make sure they get a license, etc., etc. And it was et a big deal because she just graduated a PhD, you know, so Absolutely. daddy really wanted to make it special. Yeah, so the dad... Used the 70,000 rand meant to buy his graduating daughter a car to feed his community during the COVID-19 lockdown. Ibrahim Abrams, who's a school teacher, had saved the money to buy his daughter a car for her PhD graduation present. He joins us on the line. Uh, Good afternoon to you, Mr. Abrams. Uh, Good afternoon. Oh, how are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you, yourself. We're good. We're delighted to have you on the show. Thank you. I mean, how long did it take for you to raise 70,000 rand? Uh, I've been saving and saving last year. I had the money. Then I used the money. And every time I have the money, use it for something else. (laughs) But I've been saving since I started working there. Okay. So, but... but but you had saved uh, 70,000 to buy a car for, for, for your daughter who's just graduated. Now, how do you break down the news to, to say, except Macy, uh, that 70,000 rent that was meant to buy you a car, I'm afraid it's no longer coming your way. This is what I intend to do with the money. Uh, she smiled at me and said, Daddy, go ahead. Oh. And if you need anything, come back to me. And if you check my statements, he contributed as well. Now, okay, okay. And and I'm sure, I mean, her response uh, made you very happy. But I'm sure before you even asked her that question, it probably took you you days and you were probably nervous, you know, about having this conversation (laughs) with her. I am sure you were nervous. Yeah, the only thing she spoke about was getting a car. Yes, I can imagine. I mean, there's nothing like getting your first car. It's the best present ever. So, but were you not were you not worried before you had that conversation with her? Listen, uh, I had no hesitation to be honest. Yeah. Because being at the school for the past three years, the poverty in the area is tremendous. Yeah. And you know, if you go on a normal day, I'm not talking COVID now, lockdown. On a normal day, mm. you expect people to be in work, but yeah. you walk in Q town. Mm. The street is full. The people are sitting outside. Yeah. Unemployment is arrived. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 drive to work every day, and there's more and more people out in the streets begging for money. You know, begging for food. People yes, are yes. desperate. So, how many people have you managed to feed uh, feed so far? <laughs> Listen, if we're taking it the first two, three days, we had 200 a day, and then that was we preferred giving the children. Okay. But when you look at the faces of the adults, mm. and, you know, coming there, like, want to cry, they're angry, mm. and then in the first week, it went up to 500 a day. Mm. Mm. And we served them the hot food for five days a week. Okay. Where do you feed these people? In Q-Town. Okay. What I, what I did was I got our kitchen staff at school. Yes. Right. Some of them and the security people who stay in different locations in Q-Town. Yes. So I got them. We had a meeting and I told them I'm going to make the food, but I want them to distribute. Okay. And they agreed. Okay. So are you sure the food is going to the right people? Oh, you should see the queues when I pull up. Mm. 
I mean, after the first two, three days, people expect me at the same time. And yeah. when I come, the children are already lined up. Oh, my goodness. And, and I mean, if you see the photos, the children standing, waiting, smiling when you pull up. Oh, it breaks your heart. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, we, we don't know what's going to happen, uh, you know, tomorrow or next week or next month. How long do you think you can carry on, um, you know, helping people? Well, that's the $100 million question. Because even currently, because of the high amount of people that I'm feeding, mm, mm. I'm already coming down from five days and I started three days and mm. I said, listen, it might even go to two days. Mm. Because, I mean, I don't have any sponsors or donors. Mm. I depend on the family to, you know, make the food contribute. Mm. And we... We hopefully want to go till, you know, the end of the lockdown, at least two or three times a week. Okay. And and how would you encourage other South Africans to follow your, your, your footsteps? Uh, I spoke to somebody this morning and I said, you know, in 2016, I was teaching a contest a couple of months at Bloomfly Pyramid in the Nova Park, also Cape Town. Mm. And I noticed the kids are hungry, so I went to Mustadafin Foundation. Yes. Right, very big here in Cape Town, South Africa. So I went to them and I asked them, you know, to make food for the kids. Yes. And, you know, everything improved. Mm. And up until today, they're still delivering. Oh, okay. You know, the food that, that I got. So I just, you know, food plays a very important role, man. No, and from their motto, if every neighbor helps, if everybody helps his neighbor, mm. who will go hungry? Okay. So, so I just adopted that policy. So I'm sure there are some generous people, you know, business people, ordinary people who are, you know, maybe in the Western Cape who might want to come and, 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 and help you. Uh, do you think it would be a wise idea for us to give them your details so that they can get hold of you? Listen, to be honest, if it was up to me, I say no, because I don't want to start begging myself. <laughs> okay. But looking at the faces of the people, I'll take any help I can get. Okay. So should should anyone call asking for your details? Is it okay for us to give them your details? You're welcome to do or it. Or even an email address. So, or even your email address. Okay, I'll give it to you when, when you when you're done, whenever you want it. Okay, all right. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Uh, Abrams. We'll keep in touch with you. Okay, must I give you the email address? Uh, we will call you back. We've got your number, and then we'll get your email address. No problem. Thank all you right. very much. There you go. Thanks. Bye-bye. It's a pleasure. So heartwarming.